little bit too. Oh. That's good. That's good. Boop. There you go. Nice. Um, I was going to say, yeah, so when you say jank, how do you define jank? Oh, uh, <laughs> you, when I just said uh, you have a janky, your apartment is pure jank. Yeah. <laughs> um, just it's just kind of like, like the mouse, for example, like. Get it, to get it to work, you have to like wiggle it a little. Yeah, you gotta jank it in. Yeah, it's like a little. It's like uh, nothing's perfect. It's very janky. Yeah, yeah, it's not perfect in any yeah. stretch of the imagination. Everything it's like duct tape here. It's it's, it's a this. little it's a little broken. Yeah, I mean, we both look at the broken cabinet. It's totally, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, you know, it's definitely a little janky. Yeah, I, I get the vibe. Um, what was I gonna say? Mm-hmm. This uh, the new whiskey we're doing today. Oh yeah. It's the first upgrade. It only took us nine weeks to, uh, or eight weeks to finish. But. There we go. Now we hear ourselves. Oh. Hudson whiskey. Oh. It is delicious. Shout to Corn. I had, had a little recently with, uh, oh, imagine. with him. Oh, just shatters? Yeah, just shatters. That'd be fun. That'd be good content. Be great content. <laughs> um, yeah, what were you saying about Corn? Oh, I had, I had some of the Hudson whiskey. Uh, we actually went to Hudson, New York. Mm. Um, and we... We caught the ball. I remember that. Yeah, um, it was pretty good. It's uh, I have like I don't know. I'm not a whiskey drinker artisanally mm-hmm. like that. Although I do enjoy it, just as like a flavor and 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 the vibe of having like the the big cube. Yeah, in the whiskey glass. And uh, the the big cube was the greatest one of the greatest additions to the podcast aside from uh, Dan recommending us to put the oh the pull up the pull up, boom perfect. Um, <laughs> So, but yeah, so I, uh, although I do like whiskey, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, and this may be some pussy shit, but like when it's watered down a little bit. Oh, that's like, the best part. I love when it's watered down just yeah. like a tiny bit, because then you could really enjoy like the real like taste of it, I feel. Yeah, yeah. And maybe the people, it's, it kind of reminds me almost of coffee in a way, mm-hmm. you know, because like, uh, people who just start drinking coffee, um, tons mm-hmm. of milk. Tons of it's sugar. It's like khaki colored. Yeah, it's like it's it's literally khaki colored. I've yeah. never. It's a great way to look at it. <laughs> it's like not coffee at that point, you yeah. know. And then you slowly start to put less of those things, and like now I just drink coffee black, and like I just mm-hmm. completely love the taste of it. Uh-huh. Like the uh, thought of milk now in my coffee, aside from just like a drop of it, is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I guess it could be like whiskey or just any alcohol that people yeah, drink. Yeah, I guess you, you build up to it, and the. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Like when it's still uh, just the whiskey and it's kind of, like kind of syrupy still and like really strong, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's it's one thing. But then when like it's watered down, you can kind of like enjoy the flavor a little more before you swallow. Right. It's Whoa. Like, pause. Um, it's pretty good. I feel you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> until you swallow, you just can't say that word without an assumption being made. I guess so. I. I it's just one of those words. Mm-hmm. It's like moist. Yeah, you're just you're looking for trouble when you say. You're, oh. Yeah, you're uh, you're, you want you're trying to cause a problem. Yeah, you're you're staring <laughs> st- the pot. You're you're trying to start a party. Um, I was gonna say I just saw tickets actually on this Instagram page, mm-hmm. um, because my friend Andres just went to this like rooftop comedy show not too long ago, mm-hmm. um, for like Stav and 
Not Nick. What's his name? Adam? Adam. From Comic Town? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were doing rooftop comedy shows, like in Brooklyn. Oh. So I actually just on the Instagram page, and the tickets sold out. They're doing, like, another, like, random spot in mm-hmm. Williamsburg. Oh. And it's quite literally a walk-up just like this building. And they walk around to the back, like people who are attending the show, mm-hmm. and they go up the fire escape and then just watch on the roof. Wow. Yeah. Talk about jank. Yeah, that's the definition yeah. of jank right there. Yeah. The, the title for this episode couldn't be easier. Yeah, just jank. Jank, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> or janky. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I was going to say, um, yeah, it sounds like such a vibe, especially over the summer, rooftop yeah. comedy and just Yeah, like that sounds like a lot of fun. Hopping around to different... Show like that? Yeah, yeah. Definitely going to do that for yeah. sure. But you said this one sold out though, right? Oh, so quickly. Yeah. I don't know. They didn't put the uh, the title, like who's going to be on it though, so I'm assuming yeah. people know. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're just not talking about it yet, but like... I see Sam Morell has been doing it, Mark mm-hmm. Norman, Joe Liss, mm. you know, all the all the good, all, all the guys, the, all the geese. Yeah, I sometimes think about the Tuesdays of Stories Patreon because that's the only other one that I listen to like mm. a lot, other than Tim yeah. and Shane. Are Matt we, and Shane. Yeah, are we going to spend the next five minutes talking about what additions to the Patreon we should make right now? To our to not to, a podcast, so what we should to, to what to? we follow. Yeah. Well, I just I re- like Tuesdays of Stories. Those guys are just so, like so funny, and Joe List They're is so hilarious. Good. Mark obviously is like I've been so good. I've been listening to them more so recently, just because like mm-hmm. I once you stop subscribing to Joey Rogues, it's mm-hmm. like you've got so much more to listen to, mm-hmm. and the hyenas leaving too. Yeah, although Joe fills a different uh, like void for me when I listen to him. It's right. more like educational and like. Mm-hmm. I just admire his conversational skills yeah. so much. Right, right. Like whenever he talks to people, I'm like, he makes whoever I'm listening to extremely interesting. It's true. Um, but I, what I do find though is ever since he switched from Spotify, and I don't think it's a him personally thing. Mm-hmm. I just think like the platform switch. Like I mean, mm-hmm. I switched over to Spotify also because like I just wanted to continue to listen to him. Mm-hmm. But just having it on YouTube, like having the videos on YouTube, like being able to like lay down and put. You know, I could put the Spotify video, but it's just not the same. Because, yeah. like, YouTube is just the, the platform where you could get yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I'm watching Joe Rogan, like, I kind of got to just watch it there on Spotify. Like, I'm not going through Spotify to watch other videos, you know? They're just right. all Spotify. Yeah, there's nothing else on Spotify. Maybe when Spotify gets a little bigger. Mm-hmm. And it seems like he has a ton of stuff in the works, although he always says he does. Because yeah. he's always like, oh, you know, like him opening up a comedy club. Yeah, something. where is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but he did say, like, he was talking about to the Spotify p- people about how, like, they need comments and stuff right. like that. So yeah. maybe if the platform gets bigger and they need, uh, I feel like they need other podcasts too. Like, yeah. you can't just have one video podcast on the entire no- platform. Yeah, it's literally nothing else. I mean, like, they have the other podcasts, obviously. Yeah. where But you they don't just... have videos. No, like, no. And there's no, huge. like, Spotify exclusive, like, or at least exclusive ones that I would know about because mm-hmm. I, I don't hear about anything besides Joey. Yeah, no. I know there's like the Barack Obama uh, Bob Dylan podcast. Yeah, which the Renegades. Is, is it Bob? No, Bruce Springsteen. Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> R.I.P. Bob Dylan. Yeah, um, I don't know any. I don't know those guys. <laughs> I'm not familiar with yeah, them. Yeah, that's bizarre. Bar- Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. That's what do funny. they talk about? I don't know. Do they have, like any pictures together? You want to pull it up? Yeah, we can pull it up. Barry, Bar- Barrio and Brucey. Yeah, let's see. Here. It's um, it's kind of funny to think about. Like you could just go from being the president of the United States, and then you're just you know having a podcast with Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, 
renegades born in the USA. That's so crazy. I feel like nobody listens to it. Probably not. <laughs> I'm I'm sure there are people that listen to it. It's so funny. Just think if you're like a middle-aged white white, white woman. White woman. This yes. is probably your shit. Oh yeah, it's definitely your <laughs> shit. You have two kids. They're in school. You know, you're tempting. Do I have another cocktail before I go pick them up? Miss Lipschultz definitely oh, listens to this. She Ms. goes, this is her jam. Yeah, it's her lady jam. Shout out Miss Lipschultz. Shout she out. was a fantastic middle school teacher. I loved her, but you know she enjoyed, like, a nice, like, glass. Oh. You know she enjoyed, like, a nice glass. A glass. I feel like I could see her, like, just like... She, have, I feel like she was a red wine lady. You think so? She probably came home to a nice tall glass of red wine. Her tall, her tall bottle. Oh my god. You think she was a, you just think she was an alcoholic? She, she's just an alcoholic great in her life. No, uh-huh. no, no, I loved her. She was great. She was great. But oh that's funny that uh alcohol reminds me. Um I saw this news report, it was kinda of funny. It was mm-hmm. like studies find that any amount of alcohol is bad for you. Not just like a glass of red wine a day is okay for you. It's just like well what? come on. Like, we do that one. Any amount of fast food is bad for you, studies yeah. say. Yeah. Studies can say anything you want. And you could yeah. also like read a study and mm-hmm. draw a completely separate conclusion of that study mm-hmm. without even letting anyone reference it you know what i yeah. mean like you could just draw your own conclusion from it so right. it's like you know you don't know how true that actually is yeah at the end it's uh um, i i was watching uh do you know ryan long he does like these comedy why skits does he on sound YouTube? so familiar you want to pull just type yeah. in his name really quickly yeah yeah he ryan long he does ryan comedy long. skits on youtube if i see his face i'm sure i'm gonna he was know on the exactly hyenas before yeah, I'm gonna see his face. I know. I, I hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember yeah, him. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, he mm-hmm. was on the hyenas, and he um, looks like Bam Margera before he got fat and almost died of like f- obesity. Yeah, I uh-huh. guess so. Yeah, yeah, kind of edgy looking mm-hmm. as well. Um, he's Canadian, Ooh. but anyway, they did like a skit where it was like governors now that the pandemic's ending, they're like panicking and they like want to have another lockdown, <laughs> and he's like, this one guy's like. I found some scientists that'll say what we want to say. <laughs> that'll, like, say what we want. Right. <laughs> it's, I mean, like, it's so true. It's, like, just whatever narrative you need. You could find... Exactly. Kind of like, do you remember the doctors who were, uh... I forgot who they were, but, like, that team of doctors who were saying, um... What was the drug that Trump was taking? Hydroxychloroquine? I, yeah, like, that team of them who was basically, like, chanting, like, mm-hmm. You can take this and you will... Like, the oh, witch yeah. doctor woman? Yeah, yeah, the witch the doctor. The African yeah. witch doctor woman, yeah. Yeah. Like, she was like, you can take this and you would be fine. And then people found, like, other studies of her talking about how, like, if you, like, had sex out of wetlock, then you would be going to hell directly. Yeah, Stella Emanuel, that's her name. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, she believed in demon sperm and shit like that. Yeah. Like, uh, absurd shit. It's crazy. Um, she had a position. Taken away from her. But she, the president gave this woman right. a position. And she was saying, like just the craziest stuff it's so funny yeah he just propped her up and she just became like the dr fauci ouchie before himself huh that's so funny (laughs) it's crazy shit nobody's wearing masks there either i just realized oh yeah yeah that is weird because this was like probably around the time of the uh yeah like when did that begin the pandemic yeah when it's it's crazy how the last year happened last year was a uh July 30th. July 30th, 2020. Last year was a fever dream. Yeah. Although, I enjoyed it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I made the best of it. You know, that's Uh for sure. Um, I think it created a lot more 
hatred in the world. Yeah. You know, which I think is a bad thing. Yeah. I want to actually talk, in ge- I mean, in general, about just, like, the word uh, hate. hate. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like it is, it's tossed around, like, way too casually for what it actually means. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I feel like so many people, um... Let's pull up just, like... A hate definition. Yeah, the definition of hate. <laughs> feel intense or passionate dislike for someone. Yeah, like it's one thing. More intense or passionate right. dislike. Yeah, like it, it's it's one thing to uh, you know talk about like sports. You know whether you hate something, or you don't yeah. hate something. But like, I feel like when you're talking about hate in everyday sense, where you know you're like you hate this, or you like you're like I hate going to this place, or like I hate taking the subway, or like I mm-hmm. hate you know doing X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and obviously I'm not. Like, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, like, educated in a sense, but I feel like it almost does some negative, like, psychological harm or impact to you uh-huh. because it kind of creates, like, this... Uh, neg- it's just a negative world, and you're just uh-huh. hating so many things, you know? Yeah. I-, I feel like removing that word from your vocabulary, unless in such extreme circumstances, could be probably more beneficial to, than you- beneficial to you than you'd imagine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure. And the I remember in middle school, people would always say, uh, kill yourself a lot. Yeah. And it's a good thing that one kind of slowed that down. That definitely died out. That one definitely died out because yeah, people go- started actually doing it. Yeah. And then it was like, okay. Definitely started happening a lot more frequently. Yeah. Um, especially in our generation. So Amanda Todd shit. Yeah, whoa. Tough. Wait, Amanda Todd. Yeah, she like swallowed uh, the Tide Pods. Oh my God, that's right. Wait, but she didn't do that intentionally. Like, she didn't do that to kill herself, though, right? I think she did. I really? think that's the whole thing. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. We got, we're going to go through fun topics here. Like the suicide of <laughs> Yeah, the suicide. Oh, now I remember her. Oh, she was okay. a victim of cyberbullying. Oh, never mind. She hung herself. Jesus. Oh, wow. Okay. And that's what happened. But oh. there was, like, that meme. So fucked up. That was, like, she... Uh, there was like Tide Pods, but they were calling them Todd Pods. Ooh, Todd Pods. Oh my god, that's so fucked. Now I'm remembering it. Yeah. Wait, but she really hung herself. Yeah, yeah. Jesus so it's, Christ. you know, cyberbullying. It's a weird world we live Charges in. Charges and decent assault. Oh, uh, yeah, we live in a weird world. Anyways, aside from Amanda Todd, hate. Um, hate. Yeah, yeah I, think, uh, I think people say. I think people always say things without actually meaning them, though. And, like, Which you, is a bad thing. It's like. Eh, yeah, but it's like, you know. Like, why be so passionate about something that you're not that informed of or in the But also, like, words. I think it also depends, though, because some people can, like, put a lot of emphasis and weight on words, but then others cannot, you know? Like, right. I, I, like, I don't know. But uh, just like someone who cannot put emphasis on it, there are other people who, like, overemphasize certain things, you know? Yeah, I guess you can't have, you can't have, uh,. A mixed bag. You'd have to have either one or the, one or the other. Because if you have everybody taking everything seriously, then top you off, buddy. What? Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. If you have everybody taking everything seriously, then that's okay because everybody's like not everybody's saying the wrong words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then if you have everybody saying, my bad. Uh, you're good. If you have nobody taking anything seriously, then that's okay because everybody's just laughing right. about it. <laughs> Which I think it kind of is a better way. I yeah. think people should take things as l- least serious as they should take things as least seriously as possible yeah 
You know? Yeah. And they, they yeah, shouldn't. I hate when people take things seriously. Yeah, like, go fuck yourself. Just enjoy yourself. <laughs> you know, stop trying to hate everything. Live yeah. life. Don't judge. You know, don't criticize. Yeah. Try to ignore things that bother you. You uh-huh. know? It's not like, uh, it's not like worth it to spend so much time of your day just, you know, thinking about negative bullshit. Yeah, exactly. You just gotta. Especially shit you can't control. Yeah. You know? Just gotta go with the flow. Mm hmm. Mm. You know, that, that kind of reminds me of the. I know we talked about Sam Harris last week, but also, like, uh, we've been talking, I guess I've been bringing up a lot. I started doing, like, the Waking Up app again. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but he says, uh, you, it's, you sh- have to break the spell of identifying with the contents of your thoughts. So it's like people, uh, will have a thought and then they, they think that it's them, but in actuality, like, your thoughts are just like another nervous system process just right. like your sensations like with your fingers right and the rest of your nerves and stuff it's so hard to disassociate from your thoughts though i feel mm-hmm. you know like to uh I mean, it's me- a process me- yeah it's a process. Med- meditation is its own thing but i feel mm-hmm. like uh especially i mean thinking about it in just like a workplace setting like uh like trying to take your own opinion out of uh something you have to do in work is mm-hmm. kind of like that disassociating from your thoughts yeah like, like Let's say somebody yells at you at work. Mm-hmm. You might think, oh, man, like, I hate this person. Yeah, <laughs> I hate this person. Co- and then... Cocksucker. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And then... But you you realize that is just, like... That's just a thought that you created. Right. And, and you, don't, you don't have to follow it you could also You assume, could choose to... You could also assume... Smile. Right, of course. You can go like, along. Sorry, you're having a bad day, dude. What's up? Right, or you could just be like, you know, this person is trying to achieve a goal that mm-hmm. we are both essentially working towards. Mm-hmm. His thought process towards this goal or her thought process is not necessarily how I'm viewing it, and mm-hmm. the way they're projecting their idea onto me is not necessarily the best way. Mm-hmm. I could respond equally. Like, I mm-hmm. could respond with the same level of you know aggression aggression and level of attitude or i could just take it for what it is and not try to create more than what it is i could yeah. take that level up and be the bigger person in that sense and just go with it yeah yeah and people don't do that anymore i feel no it's it's feeding into each other it's like <laughs> fire meet fire yeah meet more fire yeah it's like you know? let me respond to this like you, you just go with whatever your gut thinks. So, like, yeah. somebody says, fuck you, it's like, hey, fuck you. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's like, and then there's the whole thing. Right, it's, when, it's an ego thing. Yeah. Uh, the most freeing thing, I think, is when you realize that people are just in their own worlds and in their own heads. Right. Like, uh, if I talk to somebody and they're just, like, and they don't, uh, it's, hard, it's hard to explain, but, like, say I'm saying something to somebody and they just ignore me, it's one thing for me to be, like, wow what an asshole so inconsiderate so this so that and then it's another be like oh he's probably just focused on the x thing it's like right. whatever Who yeah cares? he's in his own bubble he or she is in their own bubble yeah but, but but again like some people think though and this is where the issue comes into play it's mm-hmm. like when people live in their own bubble mm-hmm. and people operate in their own bubble in their own world mm-hmm. then they think you're entering into their world and it's like people find themselves the center of their own universe Mm -hmm. and so when you're creating this bubble for yourself and you're met with someone who's telling you something you don't like or someone something someone that's telling you something that not only you disagree with but you actually kind of take offense to Mm -hmm. even though you shouldn't 
that that that's that's like the destruction of how people are supposed to interact. It's yeah. like you're you're not allowing people to interact with each other because you think you're so right in your world mm-hmm. that anyone telling you you're wrong is an attack on you and your character in any way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's the thing is it's on you to like realize that this is somebody that you're dealing with and then just kind of like there's nobody that can handle a situation but you in the present right now you know so like right. if you're dealing with somebody who is acting like that mm-hmm. uh and it, or is like angry or anything mm-hmm. any kind of negative sentiment right you just you have to you know analyze the situation think about the right way to respond or do something and then just like you know Right, and then move, move and then on, or move, figure out the next assess move. the situation do, to do move the on. next thing. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, Which act accordingly. Yeah, and it's it's a lot easier said than done in most situations. You For know? sure. Yeah. Um, like uh, even even like with joking around, if somebody says something is like, um, just like I don't know, kind of roast you. It's it's on you to realize you know oh they're just joking around they're not actually trying to hurt my feelings we're just like trying to have fun of course depending on the intent obviously yeah like uh i'm forgetting who said it on legion of skinks it might have been might have been jay Mm -hmm. and a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. he was talking about just uh not a few weeks ago last week with the whole tony hinchcliffe thing Mm -hmm. he was like preferring to honestly i never heard of until now so this has been the best thing for his career saying the saying a slur right because i had never heard of him until yeah and by the way like this goes back to what jay said which is like perfect Mm -hmm. to time like um he was saying like the intent behind a bad joke or a joke that's perceived is bad to Mm -hmm. you as an individual is how you should determine your reaction. If somebody comes out there and just starts like Richard, um, fuck, how am I forgetting? Uh, Prior Simmons. No, 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 no. <laughs> Richard Lewis. No, 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 not Richard Lewis either. Um, Kramer from Seinfeld. Oh, okay. I forgot his name. Dude, we can give it a goog. And it's going to be really bad that I don't know it. Um. I hate when I forget things. Yeah, I know. I'm really mad they don't know his name right now. Michael Richards. So Michael Richards, mm-hmm. he had that famous thing at the Laugh Factory in L.A. where he was just like going on a really not funny comedy writ, that just comedy band that felt like racially charged, and he was just like screaming the N word like over and over and <laughs> over Jesus again. Christ. It was like crazy, and nobody in the crowd was really like laughing. It was more just like an uncomfort, like awe. uncomfortable, and like. Yeah, you can judge that as, like... Yeah, clearly he's not, like, working towards some, like, funny joke here. Yeah. He's just, like, ranting, and it's just awkward and uncomfortable. But, like, in a Tony... Yeah. Yeah. But in the Tony Hinchcliffe situation, it's, like, he's coming up on stage directly after a raunchy Asian comedian, and he, like, goes off on him, Mm -hmm. obviously using the C word... And the crowd is cracking up. And like yeah, the crowd was having a good time. Yeah, it was hilarious. When we watched it. Exactly, you know. It's not like he was, like, the uh, intent behind what he was saying was to, like, hurt his people and hurt him. Yeah. It was to just be funny. I, I want to know what the uh, Asian guy that preceded him thought. Because if he did, right. like... One of the that, guys that Tony Hinchcliffe pays to open for him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Although I'm sure people will will say... We'll reframe that and be like, there's a whole power dynamic thing and all that. Yeah, sure. But if the guy was like, 
it's whatever, he's just a comedian making a joke, then everybody should just get over it. Right, exactly. <laughs> but that won't matter. No. You know? That won't. No, it's funny. It's It doesn't matter. You know. Some so many apologies just go by the wayside or, or you know, people doing the opposite. Right. Like, uh, you know when uh, Andrew Yang said the, um, the whole Israel thing and, like, people attacked him for it? Eric Adams said the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. Which is crazy. Of course, but Andrew Yang is the only one who's popular, who's popular to our um, like our age group and the people yeah. that use social media. Yeah. So therefore, it's like uh, Eric Adams isn't going to get attacked the same way that Andrew Yang will. You yeah. Know? And then Andrew Yang gave some like half-ass apology afterwards, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh huh. Um, just to, I think just I to think appease to the progressive. That, I think he just wants to make everybody happy and win. So right. Um, yeah. You know, he's out. He's not first in the polls anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if you want to pull up the New York City mayor polls, but I'm pretty sure Eric Adams um, actually just jumped into first place in the polls. That's great. Um, he flew to Abu Dhabi on taxpayer money. So <laughs> that's exactly what we need. Okay. <laughs> that is good. We need more corruption is exactly what New York needs. Um, but yeah, no. There we go. Boom. City Journal. Pull it up, baby. You know, um, yeah. So you know, fluid raising Adams by a single point. Okay, so there's still a chance. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, listen, I'm I'm am down for a Yang. I'm I'm for Yang right now. Yeah, I want to see how. Wow, it's really only two people. Now, apparently, Yang is down. Though after the final recalculated ballot. Mm, yeah, 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 that's what I was talking about. He is down. Yeah, he is down. Okay. So, um, he was never really up at one point either. Yeah, I mean, this that's with the ranked choice voting system. So, mm. anybody who loses, they just use their second and third choices. Ah, uh, uh, okay, 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 gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Scott, Scott, Scott Stringer is the guy who used to work for the city, he's irrelevant. He was the comptroller, I think, right? Yeah, I think so. Paperboy Love Prince. Oh, yeah, that's that guy on Instagram. Um, I'm surprised he even has... He gets 1% of the vote. That's, that's pathetic. In yeah. the polls. so That's sad. But the polls can't be trusted at all either, so... They can't. Like Michael Cohen said, mm -hmm. what polls? Mm -hmm. What polls? What polls? You don't remember that? No. Trump was running for president the first time. Michael Cohen, who is his lawyer, the guy who got arrested... Mm. Uh, Arrested defending Trump, and then Trump threw him under the bus, and he got arrested for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he went on CNN, and they were talking about, like, you know, Trump is losing in all the polls to Hillary Clinton. Like, what do you have to say about that? And his, like, response was, what polls? Uh -huh. And then, like, the woman was like, all of them. And he was like, what polls exactly? And she was like, I just told you, all of the polls. And he was like, okay, what polls? And it was just, like, <laughs> over and over again. Yeah. And there we go. What a chat. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, in some ways, but all the polls ended up being wrong, and Michael Cohen ended up going to jail. So I don't know who had the last laugh there. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, so yeah, screw all that shit anyway. Yeah, you know, I think you can only focus on what you are doing right now. Exactly, and you know what that is? <laughs> what? It's getting hype for the Knicks going to the playoffs, <laughs> baby. Home Dude. court advantage, yo. Yeah. We're going. We're going to the game on Sunday. You and Ryan, right? Yeah, I mean, that's Ryan awesome. Do, you, do they still not know the time though? It was like seven, to seven be determined for so long. Seven p.m. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. so seven p.m. MSG. It's the last game of the night on that game on that day, Sunday night. Yeah. And it is the largest indoor event in America since 
um, COVID began. Wow. 15,000 people. Game one. 15,000? Yeah. So is that just a full MSG? Yep. No, no, no. I think, and if you, the capacity for it hmm. is right around 20,000, right under 21,000, if I had to guess. Look at that. I knew it. See, that's how good I am with this shit. 20, 21, right under 21,000. You know 000. your Madison Square Garden capacity. I love the Knicks and I love the MSG. So, yeah. So, there's going to be uh, close to what? Three quarters. Yeah, three quarters. Three more quarters, than, th- more than three quarters. Oh, wait. You said 10,000 or 15,000? It's going to be 15 plus. Oh, yeah. So 15,000 is three quarters. That is exactly three quarters. I don't know what I'm talking about. Nice math, bro. Um, I'm not good at math, nor am I good at most things. Oh, they're going to allow 13,000 fans, though. No, 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 not anymore. It's five. It's oh, they it's bumped 15. it up. Yeah, it's 15, you gotta yeah. get bump those numbers up. Yeah, the Nets are only having thirteen thousand, and it's so funny. Are they even gonna reach that? That pathetic ass franchise. Uh-huh. Did you see James Harden trying to? S- I saw you sent me. Yeah, it's yeah. So, so crazy. It's, it's crazy. He's paying for half of them or something like that. I don't even Yo, know the deal. Nets fans, dude. It's I'm a li- good <laughs> <laughs> root against them. Well, whatever. It's free, right? Should or- just buy tickets on <laughs> air right now. I wonder how much it costs with James Harden paying for half Yo, of it or whatever. Yo, Nets fans, use code Harden. I'm going to pay for half your ticket. We got to get the ball clay center rocking. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Fucking loser. Yeah. Eh, I don't even want to look it up. Yeah, fuck, fuck him. Don't even, use, don't even put it in my search history. Yeah. <coughs> but this is, this is going to be an amazing uh, time for us regardless. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm so I, excited. I hope we make it out of the first round. Nothing's a guarantee with the Knicks. Nothing is. Um... It's going to be fun to see RJ get his playoff experience and everybody yes. get the ball rolling. All of these team. guys. like yeah. First-year rookies getting experience in the playoffs, like Emmanuel Quickly and Obi Toppin, who, like, oh, believe it or not, is, like, slowly developing into a role player. Mm-hmm. And, like, Ryan was saying this to me, which made sense. Like, at the beginning of the season, he was, like, a net negative. Like, mm-hmm. you put him on the court, and he was just sucking it. He was terrible. Like, yeah. he wasn't contributing. He was taking away from the game. Now it's like, okay, he could score. Mm-hmm. He could shoot the three moderate to, you know, poorly. Mm-hmm. He can drive. Now he kind of, like, knows how to space himself better. So that's good. I think he's extremely athletic, and I think, obviously, he's just a rookie. So, But I know the whole point of drafting him was that to win now. But I don't know. I think... I think he has plenty of room to grow. Even though he's like an older rookie, he's still only 22, 23, 23. 23. Yeah. Um, so like, I think I think he's gonna be just fine in the NBA. Yeah, no, I'm sure. But I'm sure he'll develop. Obviously, he didn't live up to expectations, expectations so far. Yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah. But you know, speaking of living up to expectations, I mean, Emmanuel quickly exceeded all expectations yes. this year. He killed it. For, yeah, it literally killed it. Fourth in rookie voting for mm-hmm. all, all. I'm sure he'll be. Uh, all rookie, all, all rookie first at least, the very least second team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love what he, he's got to get minutes, man. Like one of his biggest downfall this season. Alfred Payton. Yeah, man. I mean, seriously. And Tom Thibodeau defended him like, although Payton's been playing a lot less minutes, like he's playing closer to fifteen, twenty minutes a game. Yeah. Like D Rose is getting all those minutes, like which I'm fine with. Yeah, because he's great. Now that he's like D Rose is a very. He's been playing so well. He's a huge. Too. He's a huge part of our team now. Yeah. Like without him, we wouldn't be in the position. Not even close. Yeah. Yeah. Thibs. Thibs just never gave up on that guy. It's never. crazy. He coached him on three different teams. Isn't yeah. that crazy? To yeah, think that's about? so nuts. Like, that's so much love from a from a coach to a player. Yeah. Right. Know? That's like some fatherly shit. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely Almost. is. I mean, but if you think about it, 
Tom Thibodeau has been Derrick Rose's coach for like 75% of his career. Mm-hmm. You know, like the only time Derrick Rose hasn't been coached by him was the Detroit season. Yeah. Right? Isn't it weird, though? I- I'm not sure, but um, it's it's crazy to me that like Thibodeau just knows how to unlock Derrick Rose. Yeah. Because he, he, he didn't play very well at all in Detroit, right? No, he didn't play well at all. Yeah. Did do well in Minnesota. I mean, he scored 50, you know. Uh-huh. Um was that without when after Thibs left? Uh, it was while he was there still. Uh, it's going to be hard to find exactly how many coaches. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. But yeah, he's um, playing great. But yeah, no, I mean, like, he's had Randall, a Randall, of course, can't be, can't go without saying, goes did, without saying. Did you see what Theo Pinson posted? It was really funny. What? What did he post? Theo Pinson posted on his uh, on his IG story. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A, a story of um. Of Randall with his hair like unbraided and it's a video and he's like don't worry Knicks fans Randall will have his hair braided for game one I don't care if I got to do it myself his hair will be braided game one and it's just Randall just yeah. cracking up the yeah. entire time love to see it. And, and I gotta say like even in 2012 like which mm-hmm. is the last time for us 2012 2013 that mm-hmm. we saw a Knicks team with like uh, playoff prowess like the, the ability to go deeper into the playoffs than just a first-round team. Yeah. This team's chemistry is built to last so much further past this season. Yeah. Which is what didn't exist in 2012, 2013. Yeah. Like, we had a good team, but we didn't we have had, this kind of bond. Uh, yeah, I was time. I was going to... I was telling Ryan, I think we had arguably a better team then. Mm-hmm. A better team at the moment then. Yeah. Just like, you know, a better superstar player. Oh, yeah. The defensive player of the year. Pablo Prigioni. Pa- Pablo Prigi motherfucking Oni. <laughs> Argentinian, Argentinian oldest rookie in NBA history. Goat. Yeah. King. Uh, sixth man of the year. Like, we had a lot of JR things. Swish. Go- JR Swish, sixth man of the year. A lot of things going for us. Uh-huh. We were also the oldest team in the NBA. Mm-hmm. We were also, like... Everyone was retiring that following year. We lost, like, yeah. six players. Yeah, that was know? a very win-now team. Right. And then the following year, it's like we're just milking what we had left of that season, and nothing really ever came of that. And then we yeah. had no culture going forward after no. that. That's sort of the Dark Ages. Right, it was. The Dark Ages. <laughs> let's, let's, we're over the Dark Ages. We don't need to go past. <laughs> we don't need don't to throw go in the Dark Ages. No. Now, we've got, like, every time... You know, a player like falls to the ground. You've got the entire bench sprinting over to pick him up. Yeah, yeah, I love you know? that. Like, and again, back to Theo Pinson. Although he's like played ten minutes the entire season, mm-hmm. he's one of the most vital pieces of the team, just because of how much he builds everybody up together. Yeah, yeah, you know? it's so funny. He's like a cheerleader. He's a full-blown <laughs> cheerleader. Yeah, but he's a great Dude, cheerleader. Getting NBA, an NBA contract to just chill at the bench and hype people up. I'd argue it's the best job in the world. Yeah. Like he just gets front row seats. Right. Who would you rather be? Like, would you rather be a superstar on making... Yeah, you're making a lot of money. You're making $25 million a year. Yeah. But you're constantly scrutinized by the media because you're not winning. Yeah. You're constantly under a microscope because you're a superstar for your team. Yeah. And you're constantly being, like, put under pressure. There's, yeah, because, like, they want you to yeah. perform. Or... Yeah. You make... Four to five million dollars a year. Yeah, you never, ever, ever touch the court. No, the thought of you touching the court is only when it means absolutely nothing. Yeah, if you're up by like forty. Forty or down forty. Uh huh. Okay, 
you get to practice with all of these guys. Like, you get to be friends with them. Yeah. Like, one of LeBron's best friends on the bench is fucking Jared Dudley. Yeah. Doesn't play at all. No. So it's like... He used to play, though, didn't he? Yeah, when he was not... He played, like, five minutes a game a year and a half ago. Oh, okay. He doesn't play at all. Yeah. Um, Like, those guys, you know, you got a lot of money still. Yeah. And you get to watch courtside basketball and cheer people on for free, you know? It's amazing. Yeah. Those guys have the best job in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. The fucking... 15th men Ugh. on the squad. We are the 15th men. <laughs> That's us. That's us. We're the 16th Theo men. Pen- Theo Pinson. Yeah, and Theo Pinson. But yeah. Well, there's like, there's the team, there's the coaching staff, and then there's us. Right. And then there's us. Yeah. We're like. The Although the fans have a lot of sway. I was talking to somebody about this recently. How like, what really started all of this was, I think it was last season, uh, when they started chanting, sell the team. James Dolan got pissed off and then just revamped everything. Yeah, I'm happy about it. I mean, well, the thing that James Fans Dolan... Fans have power. Well, the thing that James Dolan did was he took himself out of basketball operations for the first time in almost a decade, which is what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. He stepped he re- out of it. He realized he had no idea what he was doing, and him making decisions on moves affected the franchise tremendously. Yeah. You know, he had to just give it over to somebody, give them the keys, and let them yeah. make the decision, you know? Yeah. And that's what happened. Leon Rose, yeah. you know, Scott Perry still has been incredible for us. You know, mm-hmm. World Wide West, Will, William Wesley. Yeah, Will Wesley. Yeah. I hear he's, like, crazy with connections. Like, oh, my God. And stuff. also, like, the... And, again, just back to, like, the culture. Mm-hmm. Like, you hear the rumblings of superstars who are, like, already wanting to leave their teams. You know, people who are like, I'm ready to go. You know, I'm ready to jump ship. Yeah. What is more appealing now... It used to be a year ago if we were sitting on this couch talking about the Knicks. It's like, who doesn't want to save the Knicks? Now it's like, the Knicks have everything they need to be saved now. They're just missing that one superstar. That one player to compliment Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, you know, quickly, Rose, all of those. Zion. (laughs) Zion. Dude, maybe we could pull that one up. I'm just... You could tell them I'm pregnant. Yeah. If you look up Zion interview, it's uh, <laughs> Oh baby, yeah, we could play that one. Play it. Is this it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's got to be the full clip, right? Hey Zion. Um, yeah. Stan said that the plan was to oh. foul uh, when you guys were up three at the end of regulation. Like, did you feel like that message was conveyed clearly uh, before you guys went back out the court there? Uh yeah. Uh, the message was uh, received, but. It's one of those things where you got to be focused. Even when you leave the timeout, you got to be focused to, you know, that once the person puts the ball on the floor to get a quick foul. Um, Are you trying to find from, when he started smiling? Just on the TV, it looked like that was a physical game. I mean, out there on the floor, did, did it feel like that was one of the more physical Oh, yeah, here it comes. Um, yeah, uh, New York is a very physical team, uh, <laughs> but you know it's all in the game. Uh, I think it makes you know everybody on the court better. Can't even say it New York makes you. Uh, he says New York and starts smiling. Safer with the ball and eyes loose. Um, but yeah, well, it was it was a very physical game. Uh, you ended up leaving late in the fourth quarter. Uh, what was that like a back issue? You took the fall. Uh, you know, everything. Nah, it wasn't no back yeah. issue. It was uh, one of them little quick cramps. I just jumped on it. Before I got too late in the game. That's all. I'm good. Is this is small. Me, I just care about the win. 
Yeah, oh, here it goes. Oh, oh. He's cheesing so hard. It's a different, you know, experience now, but what would you like to finally get to play in the garden in the pros? <laughs> he just smiled uh, hard as well. I'm glad you asked that, actually. Uh, Yo, bro. He's coming. It's I mean, ear to ear. It's ear to ear. New York is the mecca of basketball. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, I love I love playing. I love playing here. Uh, <laughs> when I played here in college, and this is my first time playing here in the pros, and I mean, this this atmosphere, you know, whether they're cheering for you, whether they're booing for you, uh, <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, uh, honestly, I think outside here. of New Orleans, obviously. Yeah, this uh, is outside of New Orleans. Outside of New Orleans. I can't even lie Obviously. To, that lie is, to. yo, pause it. That is the craziest. If I'm a Hornets fan watching that clip and he's like saying. Pelicans? <laughs> Whatever. See, I don't even care. Nobody <laughs> gives a shit. Fucking Pelicans. If I'm a Pelicans fan and I'm watching that and mm-hmm. I'm just seeing like Zion just like besides New Orleans, obviously. Yeah. I'm just like, oh wow. He's just cucking us right now. Yeah, yeah. He's he's gone. He's so gone. <laughs> oh. He's but like yeah. licking his lips right there too. Imagine that lineup. D well D Rose obviously. Getting a little old. Getting a little old. But he could still but he still quickly. can do thirty minutes a game. IQ. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and then Zion RJ. Randall, mm-hmm. Big Noel, Big yeah. Mitch. Yeah. You know? Oh. Wow, what a squad. I love that shit so much. So we'll see. I mean, we have we have all the pieces. We're playing well. We're a fourth seed team that stands to get even better. We're going to get so much better, honestly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be so honest with you, man. I, I, I've never been this excited with, like, the future of a Knicks team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can't wait to see what Game 4 holds for us. We haven't even been talking about that. So yeah. Not Game 4, Game 1 of the playoffs. I mean, ugh, yeah. I don't want to say Game 4. Yeah. That's Sunday. Yeah, and by the way, yo, congrats to your boy, your your nation, well, your nationsman, Charles uh, yeah, Oliveira. Yeah, Charles Oliveira. We didn't even talk about that last week. No, we skipped we, over it. Yeah, was that? Yeah, I guess that was last week. Last wasn't Friday. It? Yeah, we we were in our flow. We didn't think about it, but um. Yeah. Dude, he. Wait, didn't he win the next day after we did the yes. show? Yes. Yeah, we didn't talk about it the day before. Like, uh, the, we didn't. Oh, talk we about didn't the fight hype it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, it was such a good fight. That yeah. was one of the better fights of uh, of like just a two rounder. Yeah, I mean like he was almost finished. You know, Michael Chandler really had him in that first round. Yeah, that yeah. was smart of him though when he um he dropped back when he was like he was starting to get pounded on and then he just like he dropped back and I don't know the right. it's like guard or something. Yeah, like turned into your guard, pulled yeah. into your guard. Yep, yeah, yeah. Um, that was exciting, and then. The second round when he just standing up, perfect shot. Yeah, yeah. Charles, his, his stand-up game is not to be underestimated. You yeah. know, and now it just begs the question: like, mm-hmm. you know, I think whoever Oliveira faces next, whether it's McGregor or Poirier, mm-hmm. it's a scary weight class. Yeah, it's such a scary. Yeah, and thinking could be retired. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, the next fight obviously has to be Michael Chandler versus Justin Gaethje mm-hmm. for Michael Chandler. That's yeah. what he's got to do. Yeah. And now you've got Dustin Poirier versus Connor. Who's, no joke, though, Michael Chandler. That no was, joke at that all. That was this fucking wild match. Yeah, yeah. So. I feel like he got so overconfident, which yeah. is kind of his downfall. Yeah, yeah. He was like, oh, I welded in this guy. I'm just going to do it again. Yeah, second. he's like, I'm just... Yeah, and then even before the fight started, his big thing was like, I'm just going to put him under pressure and he's going to crack under pressure. And mm. like... At no point, even when Charles was rocked, was he's just, like, folding or trying to, like, just get out of the ring. He was doing yeah. fine. He was, yeah. like, also, like, took him down and took his back at the end of the first round for the entire round. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Yeah, I was shocked that Oliveira didn't submit him right there. Like, yeah. you can't give him your back right like and, that. Yep. And then, dangerous. And, and then, you know, if you watch the... Um, I watched the first round back, mm-hmm. and I was like... 
watching him get dropped. It really wasn't as bad as a drop, like him getting hit as I thought it would be. Mm. Like when he's on the ground and like he's like moving and like Michael Chan is trying to punch him, it looks like he's like getting wailed on. in out of consciousness, like getting wailed on. But it's really just him like he was evading. Manu- maneuvering, exactly, yeah. evading. Yeah, he was just like trying not to get punched and yeah. you know, it worked out for him. Mm-hmm. When Michael Chandler uh, had him on his back yeah. and he like did the press and he jumped and then slammed him back. Yeah. That was cool. That was cool. Yeah. But it was dumb. Though. It was dumb as hell. It looked Didn't... dope as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Bolivar was like even better for me. <laughs> yeah, he's making it easier for yeah. me, bro. Dude, um, I don't know what it is, but like seeing... It's funny because like I grew up here. I think maybe because I lived in a Brazilian household, but like seeing a Brazilian person or a team like succeed, there's... It doesn't... It does like nothing brings me more like happiness. Like, yeah, just like just like a sheer feeling of right. like national pride. National pride, right? It's, it's so like the, it's like when uh, Brazil wins in soccer. Like oh, in the World, World Cup. Cup. Yeah, yeah. It's like when they win. Yeah. Oh, every year, every World Cup that they've been eliminated, I shed at least one tear. <laughs> I, rem- I can't. They can't lose without me. Like I was like driving home. I remember I was in South Carolina. I was interning, uh-huh. and like I was driving back, and I was like. <laughs> I had to wipe one off. I, was, I, could, I couldn't hold it. I, I remember not to bring up uh, dark memories. Oh, God, 7-1? Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I remember I was working mm-hmm. um, at the restaurant at the time. Yeah. And I, it was a very international restaurant that always had the World Cup on every single match. Yeah. And I just remember, like, the busboys, the rest chefs, everybody was, like, gasping, like, in uh-huh. awe like, yeah. what was happening. Because Neymar got hurt, and he didn't play. Yeah, he wasn't even playing. Yeah, but, like, it was just, you know, like, four goals in a matter of, like, three minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, like... I remember texting you, mm-hmm. and then I just remember you were at a restaurant with your entire family. Or with your, with a bunch of your family members. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you were, like, everybody is so quiet. Uh-huh. Nobody's watched. Nobody's saying anything. Yeah. It must have been so brutal. Yeah, I think that's that's the only one that I didn't really, uh, like, think that much of. Is like, when, if it's a close match... Actually, Ozone mentions this a lot. Shout out to him. He mm. will say how, like, if it's a close match and you lose, it hurts way more. Right. Than if it's a blowout, it's just like, alright, It's you can't really... Like it's well now. I th- it's I over. just I think it's the a better diff- team one. Yeah, I, the better team one. I think it's a different kind of hurt though. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a one is like oh, we gave it our all and like we still didn't come out on top. Like this team clearly contributed everything we can. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if you're getting blown out and you're not, your team is just like getting absolutely fucked. Mm-hmm. It's like. Well, this sucks. It feels like we're not even trying, and like at no point it's even worth it to entertain. And it's like, how are we in this position in the first place if mm-hmm. we're so shit? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, every dog has its day. Yeah. But still. Shout out to Oscar scored the one. Yeah. Oscar. Oscar! Yeah. Uh, uh, under twenty-two. He was a young guy. At yeah, the he time. was really young. He was so young. Yeah. Now he's old. It's weird how that happens. <laughs> time really be going sports is a great way to track i just like time in general yeah it's crazy when you you see like rj for example who's 20 and it's just like what the fuck yeah he's three years younger than us yeah or i mean like i remember when john wall was drafted Mm -hmm. like i know i remember you you bought his shoes the year he was drafted yeah yeah. reebok shoes yeah like john wall now is an 11 year nba veteran Uh you know 
Yeah. Like, I remember when, like, Griffin was drafted first over... I mean, like, I remember all this shit. Yeah. It's, it's like You a, can't beat Father Time. No, no, of course. Yeah. It's crazy shit. Yeah, it's so wild. And, like, yeah, you just see these athletes. Le- LeBron's the only one that's timeless for some reason. And this it, guy is and just a, a specimen. And this season, you know, it's kind of catching up to him, you know, because yeah. his ankles hurt and he's looking... I mean, he had a great game his last yeah. game. But he won. was out for a good while, right? He's 30 games. Wow. Yeah. That's like a lot. A lot, yeah. It's the most he's missed in one season. Yeah. So. So. It's going to be interesting. It's coming. The Lakers are the seventh seed and they're the betting favorite against the two seed, the Suns. It's the first time in NBA history that mm-hmm. a seven seed has been favored in a series over a two seed. Yeah. Which is very crazy to me. Yeah, that is insane. You know? Because the NBA is always typically about the better team wins always. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, this is the same squad, maybe a little better, right, for the Lakers? Or no? Um, you could say it's a little better. You could also say that it's a little worse just because LeBron and AD have been hurt a lot this year. Yeah, so but they come back. Yeah, they come back. You don't so know if they're 100%. True. LeBron definitely didn't That's look 100% in the last game. Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking know. wild. Dude, if he... if When he retires... That's gonna be that's gonna be a vibe check for us. <laughs> it's gonna be Age weird. Wise. It's yeah. gonna be so weird. It's gonna be like no no more LeBron, no Kobe, yeah. no like I I mean I didn't really wasn't really around for Jordan, but like mm-hmm. no, no no no. I mean I've been watching basketball since LeBron was I mean I I was wa- I wasn't really comprehending it when I was like seven or eight years old. Mm-hmm. I remember it, mm-hmm. but like as I was getting older, like I mean LeBron was always LeBron. Always around, yeah. And he's in his 18th, going into his 18th year next year, and it's like I'm 20, I'm 24 years old. Yeah, it's like, what is it? Three quarters of my life, LeBron has been uh, just killing in kill, the NBA. Exactly, yeah. and in my 100 percent of my like remembering my memory, he's always been in the yeah. NBA. Remember yeah. the like LeBron has never won a ring memes. I remember that shit so so vividly. Well. I remember going on Facebook when the Heat were like. With 45 seconds left against the OKC, like right before they're gonna win, uh-huh. I was like, "Well, I guess this is my last post where LeBron doesn't have a ring." I remember that. <laughs> that was so funny. That's crazy, man. And now here he is. How many does he have now? Four. Four. Wait. Yeah, four. Four. One with LA. Yeah. One with Cleveland. Two with Miami. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That that all makes sense. Yeah. Damn, when you brought it back for the. Like, Cleveland is just that was his best one. So crazy. That championship was so fucking crazy. Yeah, that was easily the best one. So mm-hmm. exciting. Wow. Except, I mean, not for us, but you know. <laughs> it's crazy. He went the first eight years of his career, nine years of his career without winning a championship. Yeah. But went to two before that. Yeah, there was a real crazy narrative, man. That poor man. Man went through it at one point. Yeah. People Pr- were talking Prince a lot James, of shit. not calling him King James. You remember because he didn't have uh-huh. a ring. Oh man, that shit was crazy. I remember how hyped is. Miles was. Yeah. Now he's a seasoned veteran of the game that everybody respects. Exactly. Isn't that crazy? You fucking earn it. Yeah, you did. You fucking worked his ass off. After 2016 especially, I feel like yeah. there was no doubt yeah. anymore. Yeah, when he brought mind. it back. To Down 3-1, yeah. come back, like, putting up 40-plus triple-doubles yeah. every night. Yeah. I remember, like, hating, uh, I mean, just like, you know, LeBron and like his fans, like the LeBron fans. I still don't like them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like them it's, not as not as much as I used to hate them. Obviously. Yeah. Using that word, dude. I, I used remember. to really. Hate oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I completely forgot. But, I used to but really um, yeah. yeah. There was. I remember there was one time in Burger Fi specifically where there was like, you were talking about to some guy and you were just like, oh, what team do you follow? And he's like, oh, I follow greatness. And then you you 
you like went off on him and then but like it was super passive aggressive right. you were both smiling and laughing but right. like you were throwing jabs right, you're right. just like i follow greatness i look like i look the king and then right. it's like you're just like fuck you yeah. <laughs> but like yeah, but in a weird passive aggressive yeah, way it's yeah. so funny it was, I'm, I'm, it was a joy i'm good to watch. at getting my my uh, my point across while insulting people without uh-huh. without sounding nice at the same time yeah but, yeah but yeah the people like that who are just like hopping from heat fan because nobody was a Cavs fan yeah. You know, people just became fans of these teams just because of the player. Yeah, yeah. And they never admit it. That's why the bandwagon exists. Yeah. You know, that's the worst part yeah. of the sport. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, bandwagons is rough. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, man. Oof. This is like my third glass. I think it was like my second or third glass on this bad boy. Oh, wow. Feeling Getting right. it popping. Feeling Feeling right. something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I always like get like a little light something going, but. Get a little buzzy really action get a little, going? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, oh, Valerie Lareda might have already fought. Oh. I want to see how she did, if she did. Do you want to just type in Valerie Lareda? Yeah. And see if, uh... Your queen. The results? Oh, I love her so much. One day, um, no. Tweets. Oh, oh. 30 minutes until... Oh, Oh, it's not happening yet. Yeah, we can pull it up, because I'm pretty sure it's live on YouTube. Oh, really? Um, Bellator goes on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. That's pretty sick. Imagine if UFC did that. Maybe they did just the prelims on YouTube because that's what I was just watching on. Mm, that's why it might have been what it was. Mm. We could just go to crack streams Sideboard. afterwards. <laughs> yeah, she's on the main card. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, after this, we'll throw it on. We'll grab some food. And then we'll watch yeah. the. Uh, watch the uh, what's it called. The uh, game, yeah. like uh, Warriors versus uh, Grizzlies. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. Yeah. God, I love Valerie. She. Uh, her weight cut was. Are incredible. we even allowed to show this? Oh, we could show her, her Instagram. Of course. Tab it out. I remember you, you guys were saying uh, we'll talk about this on the pod. How she? It's all water weight because <laughs> she like weighed in. Yeah, dude, but it's like insane. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. She's lean. She's at 125 here, and she probably cuts like 30 pounds. Really? Does she say how much she cut? I mean, she was. I was watching her entire like cut process, uh-huh. and I remember like three weeks ago she was like 25 pounds to go. Whoa! So it's oh, like, so she was like 150. That's yeah. that means she weighed, the, she weighed more than I did. But she also loses. Um, That's pretty sick. She, she also loses like 15 pounds this week. Like she just cuts all the water. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, mm. we were talking before we started the pod about how, like, there's, like, total daily energy expenditure of calories and stuff, so it's definitely not fat, so. Right. The, uh, the... Oof, okay, all right, get away. That's still there. Yep. <laughs> get Let me a duck. <laughs> mm, let me <see> a duck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, fuck. Oh, no. I'm trying to munch, dude. I'm hungies. Yeah. Yeah, you want to call? I think we've, we've talked for quite a bit. Yeah, I'm hungry. What do you want to get starving. to eat? Yeah, we should talk. Let's we think about that first. Yeah, we didn't think about that. Uh, What are you feeling? Do you have anything in mind? I know after I do a quick little rip ski, I'm going to be real hungry. But I'm yeah. like, um, um, you know, it's not bad. It's like, you know, I could go for like a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Just that, like straight up. Ooh. Because, like, I haven't uh, had that since I started dieting. Mm -hmm. And, like, I looked it up. A spicy chicken sandwich by itself. It's not bad. It's 460 calories. Yeah. It's, like, 
really solid. Yeah. You know. Although I think if you get like pepper jack and yeah, that's where you got to you got to steer away from that. If you just yeah. get the sandwich itself, which yeah. is still great. Yeah. I mean, even with the stuff, it's like six hundred. Yeah. I only got like seven fifty left, so. Mm. Yeah, kind of close, I guess. Yeah. All right. I always hate when I cut it close. Uh, I yeah, it's almost worse than, than going over. Going over because it's like, I went over on I'm I'm cutting it close, so like you don't even know if you actually expended that many calories, so you don't know if you exactly lost mm, or not. Mm-hmm. You know. I also don't add my weight, my like workouts to my fitness pal. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. So better safe like, than sorry. Exactly. Guys, this is why we do the podcast. By the way, next week, next week's our 100th episode. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. We've been doing We're it for so long. We're on the 99th now. Almost two and a half years. But yeah. yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah. 100th episode special. Time. Yeah. Maybe we'll... We should, like, pop champagne or something. Yeah. That'd be fun. Wear tuxedos. Yeah. <laughs> eh, I don't feel like dressing up. Pop champagne. Oh. This is, this is the modern uh, look. This yeah. is, like, the Silicon Valley. I like it. Yeah. You're, you're definitely dressed for success. <laughs> I'm dressed... <laughs> like no, that's even that's even more modern. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Because now, now you don't have to do anything. Yeah, you don't have to dress up ever. Yeah, just nothing matters anymore. Exactly, nothing really matters. You could wear sweats and a tee anywhere. I remember I went to this Google event. Um, it was like a puzzle event in college, and this guy shows up, and he just has like greasy ass hair and like <laughs> baggy T-shirt. And wrinkled loose sweats and he's an engineer there and he's, he's just like he, he just fucking like, makes millions of dollars probably yeah yeah so yeah, good life yeah it's a good way to live well, that'll be you in a few years so <laughs> maybe i don't know i don't i i have when you abandon this podcast for your future fortune oh, uh-huh. it's, it's gonna be hard i'm gonna, I'm gonna carry it on my own yeah i'm gonna be like the Giannis papas yeah <laughs> i have to figure out all the technology and everything <laughs> no there's not gonna be any it's gonna be my camera and i'm gonna hit record uh-huh. <laughs> i'm gonna hold a microphone just to feel good just it's hold not gonna the phone selfie stuff. <laughs> it's like just <laughs> it's gonna be like that the entire time nothing's yeah. actually plugged in i'm just talking into yeah just talking into a microphone <laughs> Uh, all right, well, let's uh, let's get some Chick-fil-A then, right? Yep, 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 that's all, folks. All right, thanks for listening. Have a great day, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Yep.